Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in today for Zach Bingham, who is still in Las Vegas. Zach is doing a great job covering the draft from Las Vegas with Jake Evans and Parker Mosley of the A to Z Sports team. So it's like 6 a.m. in Las Vegas. So that's why Zach is not on the show uh, this morning. But uh, glad to have Jack along. Uh, we are Nashville's on-demand sports network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. Like Jack said, you can find the link to the show on uh, Twitter. You can also find that link on Instagram. Also follow us on TikTok, uh, where we had a lot of A.J. Brown content (laughs) from this past year. Uh, But by the way, we do have to thank our sponsors before we officially get going because they help us and they help out you guys. Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, If you need a new car, go check them out in Lebanon or see them at Wilson County Hyundai. Dot com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So the information to get out of the way, A.J. Brown traded to the Philadelphia Eagles last night for the 18th overall pick in the draft, which the Titans took Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas, and a third-round pick from Philadelphia, which was number 101, which the Titans traded to the Jets when they moved back out of 26. So the Titans today have pick 35, which is the third pick in the third in the second round today, pick 69 from the Jets, the first time the Titans have ever held the 69th pick, in the draft via Jack Gentry, and then also their own 90th overall pick. So three picks today uh, and no A.J. Brown and Traylon Burks. So that is the information. The Eagles also immediately extended A.J. Brown's contract for a four-year deal worth $100 million. $57 million of that is guaranteed. I have not seen if there is a Spotrack breakdown of how that works out. But Jack, we were uh, talking a lot last night. We live streamed for an hour and a half plus about this. But how are you feeling this morning? And I will admit, I did not get a lot of sleep last night as I had a lot on my mind uh, about what today was going to be like from Titans fans in this fallout of A.J. Brown now being a Philadelphia Eagle. Yeah, I'm running on about four hours myself. But, I mean, I I woke up today just – it it, – it hit me today, right? Like last night, it felt like it was surreal. Like there's no way this could have happened. And, and it happened so fast. It turned rotten so, so fast. So I wake up today and, you know, I, I walk in the house. I go grab me a Starbucks from the gas station nearby. And my roommate's down there. And he and I was like, how are you feeling? He's like, I feel like we just lost everything. I mean, think about it. Over the last three, four, five years, the Titans put together a Super Bowl caliber roster. And in one night, in one swift move, it feels like you've been gutted. And who's to blame? We're going to talk about that. Uh, I think there's there's plenty of blame to go around on both sides. But it's it, it, it's a tough feeling, and and it's real now. It, it's set in, and you're looking at this Titans team and saying, "What the hell's the plan here?" I mean, just going forward in this draft, let's start there. What what what's your next move? Are you tearing it down? You've still got yeah. Derrick Henry back there. It's you, I have no idea what to think it, is next for the Titans. Well, it sends a lot of mixed signals about what 2022 is going to be, right? Because A.J. Brown was going into the last year of his deal, and there's a lot to get to here, and I'm going to get to the new information from Tron, Tron Davenport here in a second. But you thought that you at least knew if Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starting quarterback, he's at least got A.J. Brown to throw to. And A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill are really, really good together. And so we also knew that A.J. Brown, this contract negotiation would not be easy because of his injury history and his potential injury future. Uh, Because speaking of Teron, Teron talked to a medical professional a year ago about how A.J. Brown's knees were not going to be an issue that goes away. He's going to continue to have these knee issues. So, uh, So the crazy thing is Philly gives immediately this deal. So let's go ahead and hear uh, from... uh, uh, from John Robinson first last night. Before we get the new information on Tron Davenport, let's kind of play this out chronologically. John Robinson on the AJ Brown trade last night. Then we got a clip 
uh, with uh, Vrabel and J. Rob together. Well, I mean, obviously, the the decision we made today um, was a it was a tough one. Um, you know, really appreciate what AJ has done here for our football team on the field, uh, in the community, um, and we had discussions back and forth, and I really realized we got to a spot where it's going to be hard to kind of get a deal done, um, and the trade thing kind of manifested itself from them and um, really started working on that probably in the last 20, 18, 20 hours. And, Came together pretty quickly um, this afternoon. Wish him nothing but the best uh, moving forward. And uh, excited for trailing. Yeah, excited for trailing. Next next topic, right? Next topic, excited for trailing. But that wasn't the next topic uh, because then Mike Vrabel was immediately asked his thoughts on that uh, after John Robinson continued to talk a little bit about Traylon Burks, who they did draft the 18th overall. But here's the back and forth between Mike Vrabel, Paul Kaharski, uh, John Robinson, and some other media members that I thought was, look, I, I thought Paul was doing his job here before everybody jumps on Paul Kaharski. He's doing his job by bringing this up regardless how, of how Vrabel reacts. Really comfortable with how everything went down, and, and we've been lockstep throughout this whole process, and then we move forward, and, and we're able to get picks that we both agreed on at that time, so I feel real good about it. Report that said that. Not as uh, long as I'm the head coach. As long as I'm the head coach here, I want to have AJ Brown on my football team. What changed? I think John just covered it, Paul. I appreciate you reading my words back to me. And I know you guys never coached a, a bunch of grown men that you put a lot of time into it. I, I love all our players. I love AJ personally. I know how John feels about him. Um, but very comfortable with how this this went down and how. Uh, John and I, and I were able to navigate and try to support him and make decisions. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we understand that if we're going to be here a while, we're not going to be able to keep every single player that we draft and develop. And, and we, we're, 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 this is where we're at, and uh, we're excited to be able to be picking players tomorrow. John, there, there was a report, I guess, that AJ kind of cut off communications with the organization. Is that accurate, and you know, does that play a part in you realizing that maybe it just wasn't going to work if, if that was true? Um, you know, when, when dealing on the contract stuff, uh, John, I, I mean, I dealt with uh, the representatives, you know, there and um, went back and forth really over the last, you know, two to, th two to three weeks and you know, just realized that the, the gap was really too far for us to, to bridge. Um, and in doing that, that's that's where those hard decisions and those tough discussions come in. Um, it's it's not easy, trust me. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, that's what Amy has charged me to do: is make those tough decisions and hard decisions. So there's John Robinson and Mike Vrabel. I mean, Mike Mike Vrabel was like physically upset. Oh yeah. In, in this, and you know, John Robinson, I, I thought. You know, it's not easy. Like I, I think both of those guys, and I tweeted this last night, and I got some heat for it. Both, neither of those guys were happy with what they had to do. No. And this is where I left off last night, Jack. The Titans had to do that because John Glennon, you heard there the second, kind of said, brought up the Diner Rossini report that A.J. Brown cut the Titans off from communication. And, and that was what we heard last night after the fact. You know, what's your reaction on that? And then we'll get to the Tron Davenport information here. Well, there were two things about J-Rob in particular when he was being asked these questions last night that struck me. The first, he said it kind of manifested itself from them. Yeah. So he was kind of throwing it back to A.J. Brown's camp. And is, is them the Eagles and A.J. Brown? I, I feel like them was Who is them? I, I, see, I, thought, I thought them was the Eagles. I took it the other way. I thought it was A.J. Brown and his representatives. And the next thing was John Glennon asked him if the report was true. Did A.J. Brown cut off communication with you? And John Robinson had the opportunity to say no. No, yeah. flat out no, he didn't. He didn't cut off communications with us. He was talking talking with us throughout the whole process. But he didn't say that, which makes me think that A.J. Brown did, in fact, cut the Titans off after the Titans came at him with an offer that he didn't like. He shut it down. He blocked J. Rob's number. I mean, how do you how do you move forward in contract negotiations when you can't even talk to the other guy? 
you got to talk to his agent to get, you know, you got to go through his agent for all of this. And by the time that AJ Brown cut off communications, it was, it was all said and done. And J Rob, I mean, this is a really tough decision to make because you get past the draft and you make no progress with AJ Brown. Then you, you get really nothing in return from him. I mean, it's too late to get draft capital. The draft just passed and we see what the Titans ended up getting from the birds, Uh, a first and a third, which Looking at the other deals with wide receivers that have occurred this offseason, that's chump change, man. You can find that in your couch cushions. Well, and so let's let's remember because the first and the third ended up being a second as well and a higher third um, because of the the because they picked at eighteen, they were able to move twenty six. So they really moved up uh, what eight spots in the first round, grabbed a second round pick and a high third-round pick. That is what the trade for A.J. Brown ended up being. It's, it's not enough. A.J. Brown's a top-10 wide receiver in this league. You let him go, you need more than a first and a third. I mean, right. Tyree Kill, who does not offer what A.J. Brown offers. They're, they're different players. But the Chiefs were able to get a first, second, fourth in this year's draft, and then a fourth and a sixth in next year's draft. So, I mean, I mean the haul for A.J. Brown is underwhelming. There's no doubt about it. But... With, with what John Robinson said, it really feels like the bridges were burned with AJ Brown. There was no recovering from this, and he had to he had to act to get some value out of him. Yeah. So let's get to this new information that Teron Davenport uh, reported this morning. It's coming from AJ Brown himself that I find absolutely fascinating. So we'll we'll talk about this because this puts a wrinkle into this. Uh, I want to ask a question about that too. But first, let me tell you guys that all of our NFL draft, Titans draft reaction this week has been brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit to go to America's number one meal kit. Look, HelloFresh is easy. They have an app that's great to use. It's a lot better than those delivery apps that I complained about earlier in the week that only want to give you pizza to eat. HelloFresh has up to 50 different options for meals every week. In the app, you can pick and choose what you want. There's healthy options, like actual healthy options. It's quick and easy to use. If you need to skip a week because you're going out of town, no problem. If you want to change your delivery date, no problem. Convenient for you because HelloFresh is all about convenience. I've used HelloFresh in the past. It really is good food. Also helps improve your cooking skills uh, is what I've learned. So right now you can use promo code ATOZ16 and go to HelloFresh.com slash ATOZ16 and you get up to 16 free meals with three free gifts with HelloFresh. That's HelloFresh.com slash ATOZ16 for up to 16 free meals using that code ATOZ16. HelloFresh, check them out uh, right there. So Jack, uh, talking about this Tron Davenport information, uh, here it is, all right? This, this is A.J. Brown to Tron Davenport last night. Quote, this wasn't my fault, Brown told ESPN. Mm. I wanted to stay, but the deal they offered was a low offer. The deal they offered wasn't even $20 million a year. Brown said the Titans offer topped out at $16 million per season with incentives that would have driven the deal up to a $20 million average. At 24 years old, Brown was entering the final year of his rookie deal uh, that would have paid him around $4 million in 2022. And then A.J. Brown go, went on and said in that report from Tehran that I would have stayed at $22 million a year. That stings, doesn't it? Yeah. Are you buying or selling that from AJ Brown? I'm buying it. Because, well, Alejandro just says AJ is lying, trying to clean his image. I'm buying that that he would have stayed for 22 million. And it's really disappointing that the Titans couldn't get there. Uh, Yeah, it, it might be an overpay. And yes, the injury issues have been a bit of a concern the last couple of years. But sometimes overpaying a guy that really transforms what you can do on offense is worth it. Sure. It'll cost a few extra million dollars, but the, the, the price of the brick just went up. I mean, we saw all of these contracts, the wide receivers across the league have been pulling in. I mean, hell Jacksonville sabotaged everybody by what they did to Christian Kirk. Um, so the market was completely drunk. I, I mean, it, it was totally hammered. And now the Titans were faced with a decision. Hey, do we maybe pay a little more than we'd like to on a guy who, takes this offense to a totally different level? Or do we cut ties with him, move on, find a guy who's got some similar traits in Traylon Burks and, you you know, cut the cost down the road? And obviously you saw what happened. A.J. Brown's now a Philadelphia Eagle. So it's 
it's a situation that, you know, it, it, we're still in April, by the way. Minicamp doesn't start till mid-June. So for this to have turned this bad this soon in the offseason, it, it, it seemed like there was really no – there was no saving A.J. Brown or the Titans in this situation. Both sides were dug in, and now A.J.'s gone. Yeah, uh, and by the way, there are no, there's no information up on Track yet about what the deal looks like when it comes to A.J. Brown's extension with the Eagles. And so, look, I, I did see uh, somebody just comment. Uh, Sean says, you guys are glossing over the injury issues like it's not a big deal. No, I disagree. I, I think the injury issues are a big deal. I, I did not think it would be a deal breaker. That's the crazy thing to me. And I, I Jack and I were talking about it this morning before we go live, is that I was tossing and turning last night because I felt like A.J. Brown reacted prematurely to the Titans negotiation. And, and we'll talk about the social media impact in a second, but you know, if the Titans are going to, it's April, like the draft just started. The Titans have a track record that shows that they extend their players in the summer because that's when cap looks more clear. They can kind of see where they can put the money. They can make it work. And AJ Brown Acted and his and his camp, Tory Dandy, his agent, I think, acted prematurely with this contract negotiation. Mm-hmm. That this was the beginning of the negotiations, and and Jordan says he cut off negotiations in April. That's on AJ Brown, and I tend to agree. And so let's let's go ahead and get to this question, Jack. Unless you have something to add on that. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Titans fans are upset, and I'm seeing everybody in the comments. I'm, I'm reading most of you guys' comments. I see them. Yeah. Don't worry. It's Titans fans are upset because A.J. Brown, it took the Titans 15 years. Derek Mason left the team after eight years in 2004. It took the Titans 15 years to find a guy like A.J. Brown. And no, this does not sink the and Titans. They tried a lot. They they tried. They tried Kenny Britt. They oh, tried yeah. Kendall Wright. They tried Justin Hunter. They tried the Nate Washington free agent acquisition. Nate, Nate was a good player, by the way. Mm-hmm. They tried a lot of different routes. Yeah, Corey Davis. They tried Taewon Taylor. They tried so many times to get the wide receiver that they took 15 years to get. Look, the Titans have a great roster around. They've got a great defense. They've got talent on offense. They're, it's not like they're going to be a bad team this year. It's just that on night one in the draft, when you have Derrick Henry in his prime, you want to get better, not worse. And the yeah. Titans the Titans did the latter last Oh, God, I forgot about Doriel Green-Beckham before some people in the comments yeah, brought that up. I, I, I'd chosen, which is the last uh, time the Titans traded a wide receiver to the Eagles was DGB. <laughs> and the Titans got Dennis Kelly out of that, which was a great deal. So... Uh, you know, John Robinson has does have success trading with the Philadelphia Eagles because he got DeMarco Murray and then he got uh, Dennis, Dennis Kelly. Kelly from the Eagles. So maybe he can go 3-0 and and something doesn't happen. Maybe AJ's knees are more of a deal, you know, not this year, but maybe three years down the road where AJ's career is, you know, not trending up like it like it currently is. But we don't know that. And that's the hard thing is that $22 million, because Jack – Zach and I throughout this offseason have had so many conversations with you guys in the chat about how much would you pay AJ Brown? And ironically, Zach and I both landed on like $22 million a year. And AJ literally told Teron Davenport last night, I would have stayed for $22 million. So if, if the Titans would have just offered four years for what is that, 92 uh or like some $90 million range at 22 a year and maybe give him 50 guaranteed or 45 guaranteed, he probably would have stayed and we'd be talking about whoever they added last night and Tannehill, you feel more comfortable in Ryan Tannehill with AJ Brown. Now, Ryan Tannehill, look at all the new targets and we'll talk about this the whole damn summer. Look at the new targets. Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, Austin Hooper. They're all new. They're all new. The most chemistry Tannehill has with the wide receiver is Nick Westbrook-Akine. Yeah. And we saw how the season ended last year. So uh, there's a lot to work that needs to be done this offseason. Tannehill in a year where he needs all the help he can get. I mean, there was a massive regression last year to get rid of his top target. And then also, you know, Julio Jones, he, he... 
he wasn't available half the season. But to get rid of A.J. Brown, I mean, that's going to make life difficult on Tannehill. That's going to make like life different on Derrick Henry now that, you know, they don't have to double A.J. Brown on the outside and maybe they can bring an extra guy down. So it, it, it's going to be a, a, an interesting – the Titans are going to have to feel it out for the first four games of the season. They're going to have to figure out what they can and can't do on offense as Robert Woods works back from a torn ACL, as Traylon Burks – you know, gets a feel for the NFL game, the, the yeah. speed that the NFL game has. So it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be an uphill battle for the Titans, and especially Ryan Tannehill, who, by the way, has an offensive line in front of him that's still incomplete. They've yeah. got to add somebody to today. Well, look, I mean, three gotta... picks today feels feels pretty good that you can get some good uh, value here. All right, Jack, let's get to this conversation because we're ready to ask this question. It's a big question. Who do you blame for the A.J. Brown trade? Do you blame the Titans and GM John Robinson, or do you blame the AJ Brown camp, including his agent Tory Dandy, and how they handled it? Who do you blame in the AJ Brown trade? Is it the Titans or is it the AJ Brown side of things? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust. Uh, and that is the folks at the Bone and Joint Institute. They do fantastic work. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Region means Middle Tennessee, Southern Kentucky, Northern Alabama, because there's nothing in that vicinity that can touch what the Bone and Joint can do for you. State-of-the-art rehab facility, award-winning orthopedic, and award-winning rehab. So, again, injuries happen. That sucks. But you got to know where to go to get back on track boneandjointtn.org. If you're into sports betting and you don't have the BetMGM Sportsbook app, what are you doing? Download that thing after the show ends today. Use promo code A to Z 200 and a $10 money line wager on any NBA team in action tonight. The Grizzlies are in action tonight. That's the only game. Exactly. So $10 money line wager on that game turns into $200 as long as one three-pointer is made by either team in that game. All it's going to take is one three-pointer to turn $10 into $200 with code A to Z200. Yep, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued if knowledgeable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. All right, Jack, I'm going to send you to the comment section. What are the people saying? Who do you blame for the A.J. Brown trade? Is it the Titans or do you blame A.J. Brown and his side, including his agent, Tory Dandy, uh, Jack, go for it. What, what's everybody saying? Dion says the Titans, they should have coughed it up. He's worth it. Um, 22 million a year is what uh, AJ uh, told Teron Davenport he would have stayed for. Justin said AJ could have been, a, you know, he could have settled. And, you know, it ended up coming to, I mean, it, it broke down. Communication broke down between the two of them. So Justin thinks it's on AJ. Mark thinks it's on AJ for being two-faced. Mm-hmm. William blames Christian Kirk. Like I said, the market was out of whack. So uh, AJ got a little greedy, and now he's gone. Um, AJ's agent says, tall Texan, blame AJ, Rooney Glover. The Titans in the low offer. AJ, he felt insulted by it, says Yuri. I, I do think Tron's report where AJ told TD that the offer was 16 per year plus incentives to get him to 20. A- AJ's camp says Brian. A lot of people not just blaming AJ, but blaming his camp and his yeah. agent there as well. Well, because it's not AJ doing everything. Like no. the yeah. agents, we know what agents do. AJ doesn't negotiate his own contract. We right. know that. Uh, both Cam Mide says both. AJ wanted his money, and the Titans wanted to put one pony up. Um, AJ Brown, let's see, blames both sides. Uh, I mean, a lot of the chat seems partial to to uh, AJ with uh, the the blame here. So. Um, yeah, and it's hard to blame them. I mean, look, this thing got ugly really fast. Like I've like I've been saying the entire show. For for me, I'm I've got to blame AJ. But it, look, it takes two to tango in this thing. But if you if you're asking me to pick one, I think that AJ's camp could have handled this a little better. I think the Titans could have handled it a little better as well. I mean, you can't let a superstar, a guy that it took you 15 years to find, to you know walk out of the building in April essentially, and you you know traded to Philadelphia. So. A.J. Brown, he, he blocked the Titans' number. That, that, it's as simple as that. John Robinson wanted to talk to him, wanted to find middle ground, but he couldn't. A.J. Brown gave up. And some of the tweets that A.J. Brown has been tweeting this offseason, by the way, look, the kid's 24 years old. He likes to use social media. But Too much. For, 
there are times mm-hmm. where it's excessive and it's out of control. We've seen a handful of instances this offseason, most recently coming on April 18th when A.J. Brown tweeted, um, you know, that, that let me pull it up here. A.J. Brown tweeted, I'm a diva and a bad teammate all of a sudden, LOL, okay. Do what you have to do and then so will I. That's April 18th. That's 11 days ago. I, I feel like that was the day that communication was cut off between A.J. Brown and the, tw- and, the, and the Titans. For this to happen in April, like you mentioned, there's a whole, the rest of the offseason is in front of you. I mean, you could, have, you could have worked, gone back and forth throughout the offseason. I get it. The first offer, disrespectful. $16 million. Everybody, everybody knows that's, that A.J. Brown. That's called forward. negotiation. I know. That's, that's a like, good like, what. And so I blame A.J. Brown's agent, Tory Dandy. Because Tory Dandy, pardon my French, is a son of a bitch for how he's going about this and Debo Samuel. There are two wide receivers who are in really good situations with contending teams, Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown. There's a lot of good stuff going on with A.J. Brown, the Titans. He, the community loves him. He loves the community. There's a lot of love back and forth. The quarterback and A.J. are on the same page. Uh, you know, he's got some injury issues, but that's okay. Mike Vrabel and AJ have a tight relationship. There's also a, a good relationship with John Robbins and the GM. Everything seems right. His teammates love him. But Tory Dandy comes in here and starts putting his plays up like he's Todd Downing. And I got to say this, Tory Dandy's playbook is a lot more effective than Todd Downing's because Tory Dandy is getting stuff done. I don't like the way he's going about it. It's a very sleazy way to go about this thing, but he's starting. We see a pattern with Tory Dandy is that it's create uproar on social media, start nonsense, have the players strip the team off of the accounts on social media, which is middle school childish, and then start demanding trades in April. Like in April, like and not even allowing for a negotiation to happen. Like, I run, I own A to Z sports with Zach. We negotiate contracts all the time. We would be bad business people and idiots if we didn't start our negotiation a little lower than we're willing to go. Right? Like that's how it works. That's right. You're not going to come in hot with your first offer. I'm not going to come in. Here's my best offer. Bam. Right. And slap it on the table. No, you're going to start low. See if they take it. If they take it, great. If they don't, okay, work towards something. But Tory Dandy's out here trying to get something done now. I mean, come on. And Sin City says a lot of assumptions, Austin. Look, I, I, I can only go off of what we know and what I know about how the Titans operate. What I know is how the Titans operate. They're not afraid of paying their players that earn extensions. John Robinson paid Lawan. He paid Jarrell Casey. He paid Derrick Henry. He paid uh, he paid Ryan Tannehill. He paid he's a he paid Harold Landry. Mm-hmm. Like they pay the guys who earn it and it doesn't matter what round they're drafted in. They will pay the guys that earn it. And I, I truly blame Tory Dandy for really manipulating again, my opinion, manipulating AJ Brown into acting this way and really forcing his way out of Tennessee. Because I, I, I know AJ Brown told Tehran that it's not his fault, but I don't see how it isn't AJ's fault and the side of AJ's fault. John, this is John Robinson's biggest move. This is probably the biggest move since the Titans came to Tennessee. I mean, it has to be. So, and J Rob, he hasn't been afraid to make make splashes with trades. By the way, Julio Jones, Robert Woods, this offseason. He's done it before. I mean, I mean, Jack, it's, Jack. It's Jack felt what was here. what was happening a year ago? Julio. Like, think about that. That was a year ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, he, he, for John Robinson, by the way, a guy who's a stone cold killer. I mean, he's he's as, you know he's smooth as it gets. For him to felt pressured like he has with this AJ Brown deal to trade him on draft night. Because you don't feel like you're going to be able to get anything, you know, for him yeah. past that. Yeah. It, that that says something to me. That's J. Rob doesn't act that way. J. Rob no. is not. He's not sporadic like that. He doesn't panic like that. And something had to have gone on. And sure, Mike Vrabel said the Titans went to extremes to keep AJ Brown. AJ Brown says the Titans disrespected disrespected him with a bad offer. 
I feel like the truth kind of lies somewhere in the middle. Sure, A.J. Brown, it, it's fair for him to have felt disrespected by that offer. But let's not leave the table. Yeah, May, you don't sure, have to. We, exactly. we can take a break. We can take a break. But let's circle back in May. You know, it's not the end of the world that the Titans came in low with their first offer. And A.J. Brown, offer. sure, the health issues. The Titans know better than any of us, by the way, yeah. what's going on with A.J. Brown's knees. And for them to just, you know, it felt like they did everything to bring him back, right? I mean, this is just what John Robinson and Mike Vrabel say. And that's what they're supposed to say, to keep the heat off their backs. But it's John Robinson doesn't act this way. And for him to have moved so quickly makes me think that the pressure was coming from A.J. Brown's side. I, that's why That's why I blame A.J. Brown. And, and his, let's play it again. Let's play the audio from John Robinson again from last night where he talks about that they didn't think they were going to get anything done. Well, I mean, obviously the, the decision we made today – um, was a it was a tough one, um, you know. Really appreciate what AJ has done here for our football team, on the field, uh, in the community, um, and we had discussions back and forth. And I really realized we got to a spot where it's going to be hard to kind of get a deal done. Um, got to a spot where it just wasn't going to happen. And why? Why did it get to that spot? It wasn't the Titans' lack of trying to try to get to a better spot. It was the A.J. Brown, Tory Dandy side that decided, nope, get rid of us. Send us somewhere else. It's. I don't think this is going to work out the way A.J. Brown and Dandy think it's going to, by the way. In Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, there's no guarantee he's going to be there much longer. I mean, the Eagles fans, we know how quick they are to turn on a player. If AJ Brown was having such trouble in Nashville and you know on Twitter with the Titans fan base because he was constantly you know whining on Twitter this offseason, imagine what's going to go down in Philadelphia. I mean, the pressure that they put on their their stars is a lot different than how Tennessee fans, Titans fans, uh, you know, put pressure on their guys. You know, I, I feel like Titans fans for the most part, and there's always bad apples, but uh, you know, when they when they have a star like AJ Brown, they know what they have. They, they do everything to cater, and the Titans did this too. They catered to what A.J. Brown needed seemingly at every turn they could. So, uh, I, again, this, this trade, it, it confuses me. I feel like this didn't have to happen. And a couple years down the road, A.J. Brown may be looking back at this saying, man, I probably should have been a little more patient. I, I should have been a little more patient. I should have heard him out a little longer because I think, you know, the Titans know how important he was. They could have sat down and figured something out. I, I truly believe that if given time, those two sides would have met in the middle somewhere and A.J. Brown would be locked up for a second contract in Tennessee. But April, this going down in April, it, it, it feels like there was an influence outside of A.J. Brown that really forced this decision. Yeah, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and give that show a like. If you're watching on Facebook, give a show a like. Or on Facebook, you can give it whatever emoji emotion you feel like. If you're pissed, if you're laughing, if you care, if you love it, if you like it, whatever it might be. If you're sad, you can throw out that uh, the YouTube and the Facebook likes there on the show. So Cody says, uh, with AJ cutting off communication, it's reasonable to believe that they expected AJ to hold out this year with a contract. They would have missed the boat on getting anything that would have helped them this year. At least if you had to dump him, you got something for him. And Cody, great comment. I totally agree. I think that's why John Robinson felt like he had to do this tonight. With AJ's side cutting off communication, which was coming from Diana Rossini's report, uh, I'm with you because I saw some Titans fans on social media who are look, trying to understand this just like we all are, who are saying like, Technically, you could have paid A.J. Brown two years in 23 and 24 on back-to-back -back franchise tags, and A.J. would have got like 60-plus million dollars in those two years. But he would have paid for just $4 million this year. So that's 65-ish or so million bucks over for the next three years. I don't believe – I'm with Cody. I don't believe A.J. would have shown up to camp without a new deal. Mm -hmm. I don't believe he would have played without a new deal. And to be honest, I am on A.J.'s side of that. If I was AJ Brown and I know I've missed a few games because of my knees and other injuries, I'm not playing in year four for 4 million bucks. I'm not playing until I get a new deal. I have no problem with that for AJ. I also know there is zero chance that AJ Brown would have played on a franchise tag a year after this. So Cody, I'm with you, man. John Robinson had to get something and this was the time to do it. And he got a first round pick, and Traylon Burks to 
try to replace him. And then a second round and a, and a mid to high third round pick to try to, you know, do something with it to help out this window. And Traylon Burks is a fine player. To, to be fair, that's who I wanted the Titans to take with that pick. Anyway, with the 26 pick. But you wanted, and, and it's funny, Buck, Zach, and I were texting this morning. We all wanted Traylon Burks with A.J. Brown. Yeah, but but not at this cost, right? <laughs> yes. This, this is, this, this uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like a win. And Traylon Burks, for as excited as I am to have him, uh, it's, it's hard to celebrate right now because A.J. Brown's gone. And what would make Traylon Burks so good in Nashville is being paired with A.J. Brown and Robert Woods and, you know, having that single single coverage on the outside to do some damage against secondaries. But that's he's going to have to figure it out on his own now. And that that's fine. I think I think he's got a bunch of qualities that will translate well to the NFL and I'm excited about what's to come. But with this AJ Brown deal, it it fell apart so quickly. It's this doesn't happen really in the in the NFL often with functional franchises, right? You find a way John Robinson, you could hear it in his voice. You could hear it in Rabel's voice. It feels like they did everything they could, and they just were getting nowhere. They they weren't talking to AJ anymore. They were going through his agent. The agent's a pretty toxic man, it seems like, representing yeah. guys like Debo Samuel. We've seen that. Well, circus I mean, he's like, we have to say this. Tory Dandy is good at what he does, but you can feel like you don't like the way he does it. But he's it, good at it. It feels It feels shady because it is. Yes. You know? So it's it's upsetting. I think that J. Rob and Rabel did a lot for AJ Brown while he was here. Um, they they knew what they had in him, and it, they had to let him go because AJ Brown was done talking. It's uh, I mean AJ Brown. Really, the Titans are in a position now where they're forty five years old and single. Right? Their first their first marriage didn't last too too long with Derek Mason. That ended in divorce. Since then, they've been dating. They've been dating losers. They've been dating bums at the wide receiver position. And finally, all of a sudden, the man of your dreams appears out of nowhere, right? Right before the engagement, right before the Titans were going to propose this offseason to A.J. Brown, he leaves them high and dry. He, he goes off. And now, how do you trust anybody else from here on out if you're, the tit if you're a Titans fan? I mean, it took so long to find this guy. Now, when you have him, you can't keep him. And, and how does this reflect with the rest of the NFL, you know, free agents from this point forward are going to look at what happened with AJ Brown and be like, I don't know if, if they didn't pay AJ, are they going to pay me? It, it's, this is bigger than just AJ Brown, by the but way. They have, but they have, you know, I get what you're saying there, but like, they have so much evidence of paying their guys. And AJ earned a new contract, right? Oh, without a doubt. The Eagles paying him $25 million a year over four years and $57 million guaranteed. That's a little high, but desperate teams do things like that. And the Eagles are a more desperate team than the Tennessee Titans. Right now, the Titans are in a desperate situation <laughs> because you, yeah, without A.J. Brown, you feel desperate. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's tough because it's like how much of this is sacrificing this year for the, the moving forward. There are a couple stats I wanted to bring up Jack. And then we got to talk about the social media side of this uh, conversation. Cause I did see this uh, from uh, Jeremy Neasley, who had some really good stats on Twitter. He tweeted this out and it was starting to get some good run. He says in 2020, AJ Brown surpassed 62 yards in a game seven times while missing three games. So 62 yards or more seven times in 13 games. In 2021, A.J. Brown surpassed only 50 yards five times while missing four games. So five times over 50 uh, in 13 games was not good. Now, Jeremy said he over, they overpaid because of the market. The Titans had no choice. While those stats are absolutely true, and A.J. Brown wasn't productive consistently, Here's this fact. The Titans had a regular season record of 11 and one when AJ Brown started and finished a game last season. 11 and one when AJ Brown started and finished a game last season. They lost when he wasn't there to the Jets, to the Patriots, to the Steelers, 
and they lost when he left early and got hurt in the first half against the Texans. Yeah, and you mentioned those those stats, which are very interesting, by the way. Yeah. AJ's AJ's big games, they were monster games. I mean, yeah. they were out of this world. They were 150, you know, a touchdown or two. He, you know, finding the end zone became a bit of a difficulty for AJ Brown last year. But he was a playmaker down the field, you know, across the middle, on the sidelines. He can do it all and run after the catch. He he, he does it all. But you're right. Inconsistencies were an issue. Drops were an issue at times. Oh, uh, yes. Against, yeah, early in each Seattle, season. Yeah. Both of the last two seasons, they were they were issues early. So, you know, you'd like to have seen some consistency out of AJ in year three. You would have really liked to, him, uh, to have seen him stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the chest injury kept him out for a few games. But it, I have a hard time believing if A.J. Brown stayed healthy, played 15 or 16 games instead of 13, that the Titans cough up 22 mil. I think the Titans do it if he's if he's out there 15, 16 games last season. But the fact that he only played 13, there, there are red flags popping up. They're, they're, they're deep in the background, but J-Rob's got his binoculars out. He can see those things, and he knows what, you know, if it's time to move on, he'll do it. J-Rob will cut bait with you, uh, and that's, that's what, he, you know, he's been good at at least. But not with great players like AJ Brown. He's, yeah. he's, he, you know, he, he moved on from Isaiah Wilson quickly. He moved on from Vic Beasley quickly. Kevin a bunch Dodd. of Jadavian Clowney, Kevin Dodd, all these bums. He moved on very quickly from. But this AJ Brown situation, it just turned so ugly so fast. Yeah. He was left with no decision. The pressure was on J Rob, and J Rob, like, like I mentioned earlier, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but he doesn't, he doesn't act this way. J Rob doesn't do business this way. So for this to have happened in April. On draft night, when when nobody saw this coming, nobody in the world saw this coming, something's fishy. Yeah, I do want to read uh, Justin's comment on Facebook real quick because he said, "I just feel sick about how it all went down," and I think I think everybody feels that way. And look, I I've covered the Titans for ten years. I, I'm uh, as a Titans media member, and uh, you know we talked to Buck last night, Jack, on the the draft live stream, which will be live again tonight. Uh, really, at the start of the second round tonight at yeah. six p.m. Central Time to so get ready for that on these same channels. And Buck mentioned all the bad words that were just yelled out in the Titans media room because everybody who covered the Titans liked A.J. Brown as a person. He was good to cover. He showed up on locker room cleanout day as no one else in the offense would. A.J. Brown was the face of the franchise moving forward. A.J. Brown was supposed to be plastered on the new stadium. A.J. Brown was supposed to be selling your tickets uh, in the summer leading up to the season. So that's what makes you feel sick about this. There was so much good moving forward that just blew up in front of our faces in a night, especially when there was a report like two days ago from Jeremy Fowler, I believe, that said that the Titans and, the, and, the, and A.J. Brown were on good terms with where the conversations were going. And then it just shut down, and they got shoved right back in your face. You talked about that new stadium. This team and what Titans fans thought this team was going to look like by the time that new stadium pops up downtown, that just changed. That just changed so much. Uh, they they had done a great job in finding young talent, and I get it. J. Rob's draft history. There's been some misses there. There's going to be misses no matter who you're looking at. Every GM in the NFL misses in the draft you know, you know at least half the time you bet you know 400 in the in the nfl draft you're a hall of fame gm um and, and you know j-rob's had some good classes that 2019 class was incredible jeffrey simmons pay them all, yeah right? exactly you know you, you've got a you've got a mortgage on your house you got to finance this new car that your wife wants uh they did that with harold landry and down the road they see they see big deals coming up i mean they just paid harold landry they, they've got to pay probably Nate Davis, David Long, Amani Hooker next season. Um, it's, they've, they've paid Bud Dupree. They just brought in Robert Woods. There's a lot of money going around right now with the Titans. And Jeffrey Simmons coming up down the road as well. He just got uh, his fifth-year option picked up on. They've got a lot of money to move around. So yeah. if, if A.J. Brown wasn't willing to play ball, I mean, let, let's go cheap. Let's find a guy who is kind of is a lot like A.J. Brown in Burks. And let's see what happens. Let's see if we can turn the corner, you know, spend a little more money than we were going to be able to with AJ Brown. That's the position the Titans find themselves in. And it's not necessarily a bad one. I mean, it hurts that the star wide receiver is gone, but this does open up, you know, some opportunities down the road for John Robinson and this Titans front office. 
No doubt. All right, let's ask this question, Jack. How much do you think the A.J. Brown social media circus played an impact on the Titans trading him? One through ten. So this is a one through ten question. How much do you think the A.J. Brown social media circus put an impact in the Titans trading him to Philadelphia? I Because I, I, we'll play the Jalen Hurts FaceTime video as well. Uh, but, but first, let me tell you guys about our great sponsor, Farm Bureau Health Plans, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. If you're in the state of Tennessee and you're paying too much for your health coverage and you don't even know what kind of coverage you get or the service is non-existent, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Jack Gentry is a member of the Farm Bureau Health Plan family. So is Zach Bingham. Zach saved over 20% per month on his rate, and he has better coverage, a lower deductible. He, get, he goes to the dentist now uh, with that allowance and also contacts as well. They have over 200 locations across the state of Tennessee, so easy for you to get a hold of them. You can either walk in like Jack did or you just do it over Zoom or over a phone call like Zach Bingham did. So check them out, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Check these guys out, BetMGM. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app after the show ends today. Use promo code A to Z200, and if you put $10 on the only NBA game going tonight, the Grizzlies and the T-Wolves, that turns into $200 as long as one three-pointer is made in that game. With Ja Morant, Dylan Brooks, uh, Desmond Bain, Ant Edwards, and uh, D'Angelo Russell, there's going to be at least one three-pointer made in that game, probably in the first minute of the game. So uh, that $10 turns into $200 with code A to Z200 on BetMGM. Download the Sportsbook app. Use that code A to Z200 as soon as the show ends today. All right, so how much do you think the A.J. Brown social media circus played an impact in the Titans trading him? We're going to go 1 through 10. Jack, I'm going to send you to the comment section to see what the people are saying. 1 through 10, how much of an impact? 10 being the highest, obviously, uh, there too. But here was the uh, the image that was hard to watch last night for a lot of Titans fans with A.J. Brown FaceTiming with Jalen Hurts. It didn't look like A.J. was having a hard time with this day. It was handy, man. Hey, let's do it, man. Hey. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Hey, let's do it, man. Say no more. So that was AJ Brown there. Look, let's let's remember this. AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts have been very, very close for a long time. Jalen Hurts wanted AJ Brown to go to Alabama, not Ole Miss. And when A.J. Brown was drafted by the Titans, Jalen Hurts was at that draft party. When they were working out together last week, it was because they are in the same town because A.J. Brown's daughter had a birthday party and Jalen Hurts is Uncle Jalen. So this is not a random relationship. This is a very close relationship and has been that way for, for multiple years. Is it just me or did that, that A.J. Brown laugh? That gave me nervous vibes, right? That, that was that seemed like some nervous laughter, like something big just happened. The future is really uncertain. I, well, I, I got some nervous vibes out of that laugh. We also have to remember AJ Brown was also laughing because he just got $57 million guaranteed. And so there's a lot of like laughter of, oh my God, do I really realize what my life has just become? Right? It, it's interesting because AJ Brown has turned into an enemy of the state for the Titans. A.J. Brown doesn't want to be the villain. That's not in his nature. He, he's not a bad guy. I mean, Titans fans loved him while he was here. But he's kind of, he's, we saw what he tweeted after the draft. We'll get to that in a second. That video, he's turning he's turning heel a little bit. And Titans fans have a reason to be upset, I, at least in my opinion. So going to the chat here, uh, 1 to 10, we're getting a 2 from Ethan Ramsey. Doesn't care what, you know, I don't think the Titans care what a player on social media uh, does as long that's as that's not, that's not really the question. It's how much did the circus play a factor in this? Because I'm including the nonsense about the Jets and the Titans trade for AJ Brown. I'm including all this stuff too, of the the whole AJ Brown social media circus. Not just the fact that AJ tweets too much and deletes them immediately. It's everything that's happened about who's stopping this offense with AJ Brown on the Jets from Pro Football Focus. All that stuff. Tanya says it's a six. She thinks that more, more uh, probably more so than not, that that played an impact. Josh Brown says five and a half. Jeremy says eight. Um, let's get to some more comments here. Derek R says six, 7.5 from Chris. Um, we got an eight from Trammell. 
a 10 from Indiana Creek. Indiana Creek Walker, 100% thinks that the circus played an impact here. Cantrell's on the fence. He's going with a five. Elo Gray says nine. Traveris doesn't think it played an impact at all. It was always about the money. Uh, Matthew Hall says five. John Laster says five. A lot of people on the fence. Get off the fence, guys. Uh, 11. J-Dub's over 100% sure that it played an impact. Corey Smith says a six. Uh, Jeff Rubel a four. So we're kind of all over the board here, Austin. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this. I think it I think it had an impact because I think it accelerated the thought from the AJ Brown camp to stop communication. So I think the fact that the Jets started this thing, and we don't even know who started this thing with the Jets, like. And you know what I'm doing now? I'm questioning everything. Did Tory Dandy plant a seed with the Jets to get this going? I don't know if that's against NFL rules or not. That might be tampering. But where did this all happen? How did this all begin? Because the Jets being looking to trade for A.J. Brown made zero sense ever. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, how, like how quickly it transpires from like mid late March to now. Like one month. One month of time where the Jets and A.J. Brown flirtation started happening out of nowhere, and now all of a sudden he's a Philadelphia Eagle. Because because of all the – I think it's a 1 through 10. I think it's a 6. I think money's a bigger factor. But I think this absolutely happened a lot because I think the A.J. Brown side of things raced to conclusion, to shut down communication because – of all the people in conversation on social media about the Titans, why aren't the Titans paying AJ Brown? It was it was crafty by Dandy. It, it really was crafty by Dandy to to if he did, you know, kind of lead the Jets along because the Jets, if anything, they use this AJ Brown situation to say, "Hey, we're open for business. Anybody, any star who wants out of their situation wants to come play in New York, we'll take you." Now, not a lot of people want to go up play for the Jets, obviously. But uh, I think it was a crafty move by Dandy in order to, like you said, accelerate this thing. So here's another I'm, comment. Caleb says the Jets are, is it social media. That was a reporter, not an AJ tweeter, Dandy. No, I'm talking about the. I'm talking about what happened on social media after the Jets report. After the report from Rich Semini of ESPN saying the Jets are keeping an eye on AJ Brown and other wide receivers going into contract years, it's pro football focus engage baiting everybody by saying who's stopping this offense and that's created that that's what i'm talking about i'm going on the other side of the fence as you you went six i'm going four here okay i i don't think it was an overwhelming impact to the social media circus i don't think that was really what drove a wedge between the two sides but i do think it's important to note some of the things that aj brown tweeted and yes they might have played a role especially when communications we're cut off between AJ Brown directly and the Tennessee Titans. Yep. So go just going through a couple of these things in March, AJ Brown clearly frustrated with contract uh, situation said it's out of my hands. God, I trust you saying, you know what? I, I can't control this. Whatever happens is going to happen. And then April, he said, tired of this, just like y'all. These are all tweets that are still up on his account, by the way. These are a few of AJ Brown's tweets, which haven't been deleted a rare case. I know. And then obviously the I'm a diva and a bad teammate all of a sudden, LOL. Okay. So uh, I, I don't think the tweets were the driving force, but by the he, time AJ Brown and, and John Robinson had stopped discussing, you know, contract stuff directly, going through some of these tweets, that isn't exactly reassuring that AJ Brown's willing to talk and willing to stay in Nashville. Here's what I feel about it. I feel like it got so loud so early, right? Because normally, and I've said this so many times, John Robinson signs extensions <clears throat> after July 4th. That's when he does it, right before training camp. They have a more clear picture of the salary cap after free agency, after the draft. You see how things work out, and you can go manipulate the, the salary cap how you need to with an extension. But the fact that A.J. Brown's conversation about his contract extension started so early, it, the, the momentum snowballed where you couldn't stop it. And that's where it ultimated into last night and him being traded. I've thought about this several times. I feel like with Will Smith and Chris Rock, people are screaming at Chris Rock saying, pay AJ Brown. And he goes, okay, dude, 
I will like keep your name out my out the mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will like chill out. That's what, I feel like John Robbins used to just was saying okay, like chill out. We will like calm down. It's early. Like we're gonna get this done. Chill out. But it, it just snowballed too much. It got intense super super fast. Yes, super fast. Way way more intense than it should, considering the time of the year, the time of the off season. Right. There was plenty of time to work this out. AJ Brown hears one offer, doesn't like it. That's what it sounds like, right? It doesn't sound like AJ Brown really listened to a second offer. It, it sounds like he heard that first offer, said, "This is what you guys think of me. I'm out of here, man. If you're not going to pay me what I want, I'm gone. I don't even want to hear a second offer." That's how badly I feel yeah. disrespected. Um, so it, it's disappointing that AJ Brown, you know, young, 24 years old, three years in the NFL, um, still pretty immature. If you if you you know go off his Twitter and Instagram. It, it seems like he walked away early. This was kind of childish. I, I do believe that in a couple of years, he's going to look back on the situation and say, man, they're still running things pretty well down in Tennessee. They're winning ball games. They're making the playoffs. I'm in Philadelphia. We've got a new quarterback coming in this year. All the fans hate me because I haven't put up 1,200 yards yet. Um, it's it's going to be a whole lot different in Philadelphia than it ever was here. Yeah. All right. It is eSports here live on this Friday. A big audience still as we're an hour into the show. We will be live uh, tonight again uh, for the NFL drafts round two. Austin Huff, Jack Gentry, and I of the Tighten Up podcast uh, will be live. Thanks to our, our sponsors, HelloFresh, A Moment's Peace Salon, and Baseball. And we're giving away festival tickets to Bourbon and Beyond and the Louder Than Life Music Festival, both those in Louisville coming up in September. So check out with our social media uh, for how you can have a chance to win a VIP pass to either of those concert festivals in Louisville. So Jack, it is time for us to get that, to get the, ain't that good news. We've (laughs) (laughs) so ironic that ain't that good news comes on. We've talked for an hour about AJ Brown where it's been bad news, but can we try to, we try to put a positive spin or not even on the age. It can just be something different. Like you guys have something good. This is why we created the good news segment is because when things are dramatic in sports, and you feel like everything's going to blow up, how can we talk about some good news to make everybody feel better on a Friday morning? But first, let me tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process simply by going to Lebanon and seeing them or at their website, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. We talk a lot about trust, and G-Man had a comment about it seemed like AJ's camp did not trust John Robinson in the negotiation window. Well, I'll tell you what. You can absolutely trust Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai. No uh, doubt about that. We've known them for, I guess, going on three years now. They do great work, have great inventory for great prices. They will make it happen for you and your financial situation, whatever that might be. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Like WilsonCountyHyundai.com and Wilson County Hyundai dealership. You can also trust the BetMGM Sportsbook app. You know, you put in money to all these different sportsbooks. You don't necessarily trust them to get it back to you in a, in a reasonable amount of time after you win. Well, you can trust BetMGM with your money. You can deposit your money and have confidence that that's coming back to you as soon as you want, as soon as you want to cash out. Here's how you make a profit. Tonight, bet $10 on the money line on, on the Grizzlies game. Whether you're on the T-Wolf side or the Grizzlies side, that's up to you. That $10 turns into $200 when one single three-pointer is made. The first three-pointer of that game, which will happen early, makes you $200 of a $10 money line wager. And yes, you could still win the money line wager. So use that code A to Z 200, bet on the Grizzlies game tonight and take home a free 200 bucks. It's that simple. Use code A to Z 200. There you go. Easy money right there. Ain't that good news uh, every Friday on the show. Nick says good news. Wife got a promotion this week with a lot more money. Hashtag sugar mama. There you go, Nick. Uh, Let's see more good news. Uh, Excuse me. uh, Eric says the Titans have uh, have the two top three picks beginning the next two days that that's interesting so yeah so when they're picking early on day two and early on day three it's an opportunity for the titans to really manipulate the board there uh more good news Derek's is good news he was able to avoid getting scammed on tuesday good for you Derek. interesting <laughs> good uh, whenever you can do that uh, rc says uh titans got Traylon burks and the picks back uh from the julio jones trade it's not uh, all so- bad Traylon burks is gonna be fun yeah. Uh, so Steven says, good news. Avoided paying an injury prone receiver, 25 million a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, we've got Blaine. Blaine says the good news is Jack's mustache is still strong. Thank you, Blaine. It means a lot to me. Um, 
right. My good news. Yeah, look, we talked, we, we talked a lot of times. Well, that's all we've talked today. Yes. I'm going up. I'm going out west to the 901. The Memphis Grizzlies are the real deal. I've been saying it. They've struggled on the road this series. And if you look at John Morant's splits, he shoots, you know, five, six, seven percentage points worse on the road. They got a closeout game tonight in Minnesota. The, the, the Grizzlies are coming off another comeback win at home. I mean, how do the T-Wolves have any life left at all? John Morant showed up and was his regular self in the fourth quarter. Brandon Clark had seven offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter of that game five win. It, it felt like the Grizzlies stepped on the T-Wolves' neck. And the T-Wolves called a players' meeting only. I'm sure Pat Bev rallied the troops together and said, hey, we're going go to go out, go down swinging in game six because, uh, you know, no matter how big of a lead, it could be 20 twice, it could be 26, the Grizzlies are going to come back on our asses. So it feels like the Grizzlies will get this done tonight. They've got a tough test against the Warriors, but I think this matchup with the T-Wolves is going to help them. Going up against guards like Ant Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and everybody else on that T-Wolves team kind of prepares you for what Golden State has to offer. They'll be able to bring Steven Adams back in that matchup. I look forward to that series. But first, the Grizzlies have to close it out tonight on the road. They want to take the next step as a franchise, win on the road in the playoffs, close out a series that should be done tonight. All right, so on that, I got my BetMGM app open, okay? <clears throat> so, Jack, the, I don't know if you've seen the spread on this at, at BetMGM. It's kind of wacky odds, okay? So, right now, the T-Wolves are minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. But the odds on that minus one and a half are plus 110. Yeah, so that's going to shift. That's probably going to be closer to pick them by the time tip-off comes. Yeah, so the Grizzlies at plus one and a half or minus 135. A lot of juice. A lot of juice. The Grizzlies' money line is minus 115, and the T-Wolves' money line is minus 105. What do I do? Tell me what do I do. Do I, do I just put it on the Grizz' money line Man, right in, now, or do I wait? In these playoffs, we see such tight games. I mean, we saw it last night with the Mavs and Jazz. Um, you, you know, we've seen it in multiple different series. That one and a half, that one, one in the hook, that looms large in some of these games, but if you're paying minus, what is it? You're paying 35 cents on the dollar to yeah. get that. I think money line might be safer. I, I really do think that T wolves are completely shot. They're out of gas. They put up a hell of a fight, but the Grizzlies in, in game five, they whooped that trick and they moved to strike tonight to, to match up with the golden state warriors. It'll be a fun matchup. I'd be surprised if the Grizzlies advanced. The warriors are playing so well right now, but if I was in your shoes, I think Grizzlies' money line might be the way to go. Should I do it? I'd, I'd get it now, too, before that moves. I really do think the Grizzlies might end up being a half, one-point uh, favorites by the time tip-off comes around. So that's just what I think. I do think the Grizzlies are able to get it done tonight. Carl Anthony Towns in big games, he loves to disappear. So D'Angelo Russell, he's been a non-factor most of this series. They, the Grizzlies have done a great job on D'Lo. I like, what the Grizzly, I like the Grizzlies' chances. That's my good news. Grizzlies will get it done in six. All right, I did it. So there you go. Hopefully the Grizz money line. Let's see what happens. All right, so my good news, uh, Jack, um, actually has to do with one of our uh, draft sponsors because it's been a long – yesterday was a long day. Today is going to be a long day. I did not get a lot of sleep after the oh. A.J. Brown trade last night. We streamed – me, you, and Huff streamed for an hour and 36 minutes. And, I, and after we ended it, we kept talking – and it didn't sink in that AJ Brown was traded yet. Yeah. Uh, so I, I couldn't go to sleep, so I decided to write a published story at like 1:30 a.m. last night. Yeah, and I read it right after you published <laughs> it. Like I was still up too. Like I, I could not fall asleep. Mm-hmm. It was insane. So my good news, because it's gonna be a long day today, uh, on Friday. We'll be live tonight around six o'clock, really right as the second round is starting, because the Titans currently have the third pick of the day. So Austin Huff, Jack Gentry, and I will be live again on these same channels. Uh, so my good news is on Sunday, after a long draft weekend, my wife and I, my birthday present from earlier this month was a couple's massage at a moment's peace salon and day spa. And so Sunday afternoon, I get to go get a, not an hour, but a 90-minute massage. And I hey. cannot be happier if something comes up with your wife maybe she gets sick maybe she's just not feeling it give me a call i i do not want to be in a couple's massage with you oh come on i think it'd be a good team bonding exercise yeah the a to z retreat well we'll just no that's not gonna happen (laughs) 
Well, I, I did. I, I also did get good news just now in a text from my wife, uh, too, that made me think of something. So last night, as I couldn't sleep, I was watching Scott Van Pelt on ESPN. And Scott Van Pelt's dog, Otis, just passed away. Mm. And Scott Van Pelt had his one big thing to end his show last night was about his dog, Otis. It made me cry. And it made me hug my two girls tight this morning when they woke up because I didn't want to wake them up at midnight. Uh, but that was, it was very touching. So if you did not watch Scott Van Pelt's uh, tribute to his dog, Otis, go find it. It's really good. Uh, he teared up in a real way. And he talked about having to leave ESPN that night and go home where normally Otis would greet him at 1 a.m. for a treat at night. Otis wouldn't be there. And so it was really touching. And so my wife just tested me, texted me and uh, we had both of our dogs tested screened for cancer two weeks ago at the vet, just a regular screening, both cancer free, no signs that everything's good. So uh, they're all, all great. So uh, that made me think about Otis uh, last night, Scott Van Pelt, man, that thing got me. So Yeah. That's, that's, that's some good news. That's good news. My, my family dog, he, he just came down with a case of diabetes. Um, he, he eats off the table too much. I mean, you kind of had that one coming, but he's doing okay. But, um, Juan Delgado last night was fun. First time he saw Huff in action. Come jump on the pod with us, man. We have a lot of fun over there. We get some good guests to come on and, and talk Titans. What we don't know, they know. Going to have a good one lined up after the draft. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tighten Up Podcast is alive and well. Come on, jump on the ship. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Tighten Up Pod, on Instagram, at Tighten Up Podcast. We have a lot of fun on social media. Come be a part of it. Yep, it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, like Jack mentioned, it was you know it was really fun last night, even with the craziness uh, uh, and the shock of the A.J. Brown trade. Uh, so we'll be live tonight around 6 p.m. Central Time. Come watch us, the same channels here. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great start to your Friday. Uh, I hope, I think Traylon Burks will have a press conference at some point at the Titans facility today. I don't know. I haven't gotten an email about that yet. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see you guys later on. Uh, so we'll have a good Friday. And uh, Jack, take a nap. Oh, no, believe me, I will. I need one. All right. We'll see you guys later on. Have a good one. Thanks. See y'all.